I'm SP from the GuineaGeek.com show, a weekly geek news podcast that is part of the GuineaGeek.com network. Just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other amazing geek shows at GuineaGeekNetwork.com. Hello, all you lovely people in internet man, and welcome to episode 101 of Game Life Balance Australia. I'm your host, Robert Bailey, and I'm joined, as always, by the inventor of the microwave oven, Andrew A.C. Yoshimura. It was incredibly easy to invent the microwave oven. Mm. You just needed a wave, right, that mm. was really small. Oh. A microwave. Ah, I see. And what you do yeah. is there's just a whole bunch of little guys in there lighting fires. <laughs> just a little, little tiny. You know, you know all those arsons we get in, in Australia? At oh, the, do I? <laughs> like every bushfire season, uh-huh. they incarcerate them. They shrink them down mm. Mm. using that honey I shrunk the kids motherfucker. Yeah. And they just put them all in a microwave and say, here's your penance. Serve. I'm telling you, this uh, corporate prison system is... We've got to do something about this, I see. And, and they just... they just You know how your food splatters everywhere all mm. over the microwave when, when they heat it up? Yes. That's what they eat. They eat the, the remains. Yeah, they, that's... Yeah, that's my, it. My microwave at home must be a veritable feast for them because it's <laughs> caked in shit. <laughs> my microwave isn't working so well as it used to. This is like a whole bunch of tiny burly fat guys just going, Oh, mate. Oh, the lighter ain't working today. Oh, too much, too much microwave cake. <laughs> Just a bunch of overweight, fifty-year-old Australian men. Tiny Australian <laughs> overweight men, Just like blue singlets. Like, oh, I don't know, Keith. enough. I'll be able to make it in today. That's why your microwave starts like getting duller over the years. Doesn't work so well because all those little, those little fat bastards been in there ten years eating eating your runoff, eating <laughs> all the slurry, <laughs> the microwave slurry. <laughs> Okay, you said this is going to be called 101 Gaming. I yeah. think that the episode of this, uh, the, the name of this episode should be Microwave Slurry. I'm going to write that down. Because that is, a, that is a good name in anyone's books. That'll, I think so. That people will see this on the internet and go, now there's a show that I need to watch. That's right. The, uh, the <laughs> well, I mean, it could be a cooking show for all they know. Well, that's it kind right. of is. We should just pretend that we're a cooking, a cooking podcast. I mean, that's part of life, possibly games. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We cook things occasionally. We, yeah, no. I made toast today. That's, that counts. <laughs> is that cooking? I'm, I put jam on it. Is that preparing? It's got an ingredients list. <laughs> steps. <laughs> step, step one, put toast into Acquire toast. Acquire bread. Acquire. <laughs> that leaves it open. You could like buy it or other. <laughs> you, you, you could steal it off tiny men who live inside your microwave. <laughs> <laughs> That's the little men in the oven <laughs> that make the bread. <laughs> you got to steal it from somewhere. And the tiny little men in the yeast that make it rise. <laughs> it's, it's all little men all the way down. <laughs> 
This is what Australian society is built on the backs of tiny men in our microwave tiny, ovens. Tiny men. I'm sure Dire Straits made a song about that in the 80s. <laughs> they should have. What didn't they make songs for? It, was, it, wasn't, in, it wasn't installing microwave ovens. It was installing tiny men in microwave ovens. <laughs> Which There's explains like, so much about that song when you think about it, because that song makes very little sense. Dire Straits is the ultimate dad music, I think. Like, I mean, it was so cool back in the 80s, but yeah. if you listen to that song now, mm. they mention, like, the yes, word the, faggot is yes. in there, like, 30 times, and it's yes. like, ooh, like, the opening guitar riff is so cool, and then it gets into the lyrics, and you go, this is making me feel a bit uncomfortable. This isn't quite right. <laughs> even though even though it was a song basically mm. parodying themselves, yeah. like, they're kind of talking about themselves. Yes. Yes. And calling themselves that, but it's still not a comfortable word to say. No. Yeah, it's a pretty... Look, yeah, there's a lot of history to that word. Yeah. A lot of baggage. And, uh, yeah, you know, and it was the 1980s. That's right. To the same same decade that spawned us. Yes. And aren't we just... And didn't we get called that name a lot back in um, uh, every day until yesterday and today? Yeah, coincidentally. (laughs) You see, we're back. We're back. For another stab at the old carcass. For another lick of the shiny brass razu ring. Another, brass ring. Another ring. another poke at the porker? Poke at the, okay, that definitely means doing a fat chick uh, in another, Australian language. Another climb of the palm tree. That also has something to do with um uh with that die straight song, I'm afraid. <laughs> Back for another shake of the sauce bottle. <laughs> That means giving our ex-Prime Minister a handy, I think. Nice. Wait, which one? Uh, Rudd, I <laughs> oh, think. Oh, no. Oh, dear. <laughs> I'm sure he'd appreciate it. For me, it's Hawking. So long as he was consenting. It's Keating or, Keating or higher. <laughs> which is almost literal these days because I think there's only one surviving Prime Minister. It's probably Keating. No, it is Keating or higher, isn't it? Because didn't Hawkey die? Hawkey, yeah, it yeah. is Keating or higher. Mm-hmm. Keating is the... I don't know how it is older than Hawk than uh, Keating, because mm. he looks older. He, yes, he's a perpetual grandpa. That guy. And he looked old in the eighties. Yeah. Um, the like he's always been like grey haired except for his like massive eyebrows. And he they, just looks like an unpopular teacher from Hogwarts. You know. He looks like he's an like, unpopular unpopular maths teacher from our like, high school. <laughs> you go to Hogwarts. John Howard teaches you the defense of the dark arts. Then you realize you, you take off his cloak and there's like just two turtles standing on top of each other's shoulders now Rob just wait I've got to correct you there it's actually two turtles and a flamingo the flamingo no no wait just just stop he's the middle bit the thorax the thorax thorax of that is one that is one tired bird oh gosh lifting the weight of two turtles (laughs) Howard era was quite a time for this country it was it was yeah it was a time I'm not going to say it's a good time or a bad time but it was a time and I left during it that's right (laughs) that's what kind of time it was you got out when you could I did I stayed and endured I stayed the course, unlike some. Well, yeah. I mean, the first opportunity I had to get out of this shit fire, that's, the, that's what I took. I just went, zoom, I'm out of here, left this fucking hemisphere. Yeah. Came back and things are much better now. It's all fixed. Uh, I mean... <laughs> Everything's back to the way it should be. Look, to be fair, the Prime Minister before him went around the streets, like, in Armani suits, telling, uh, like, telling, like, students to get jobs. Yeah. 
So, do you know we almost voted for Mark Latham? That would have been a wild ride. That, uh, that would have been the possibly one of the worst things that ever could have happened to our country. Oh my God, isn't he like? Isn't he basically like a right wing yeah, radio right-wing pundit now? Nutbag. Yeah, like he's he's Nothing nutbag. He's gone down a path. Yes. Um, speaking of going down paths, nice segue. We are. <laughs> we're no, okay. No, no, so we're back. No. Speaking of walking down a street, we'll get there eventually. We will. But we're back. We're back. This is episode 101. We, we took a sabbatical. Um, this is going to be very loosey-goosey. Yes. And we He's are the loose rusty. and I'm the goose. We're, we're, it's loosey, it's goosey, and it's rusty. Yeah. We're a bit rusty. The names of my three children, coincidentally. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, called the, I called the last one rusty because I stabbed him with a rusty knife when he was born. Uh... I think I broke Rob. <laughs> I'm just thinking of like I go on like Ducktales esque adventures with my three children, Lucy, Goosey, and Rusty. <laughs> Rusty ain't quite right though. <laughs> you can fly the plane, AC. Eh, Rusty needs a fucking tetanus shot real fucking bad. <laughs> Rusty, His jaw keeps locking. Yeah, Rusty ain't been right for years. <laughs> <laughs> so here's, here's here's my pitch. It's Ducktales, yeah. but they're all fucking inbred. <laughs> God. It's Duck Dynasty, except they go on adventures. So <laughs> it's Duck. Oh, damn it. Anyway, there's something in there. There, there is. I, I've, never seen, I've never seen what the Dynasty show you're referring no. to, and I know they're inbred. That's all I know. It's they're just very. It's they're very Southern American yes. and not right. South American because that's another thing. That's yes. <laughs> that is a different thing. Yes. It's Thank you for pointing that out <laughs> to our listeners at home. That's all right. Your case, geography lesson today. In case you're confused, I'm laughing at white people, so don't worry. It's okay because we're white. Yeah, we're, we're allowed to white. do that. White people suck. We kind of do, actually. Yeah, we we're should know. We are white people. Yeah. <laughs> we're the worst. Absolutely. So we're back. Um, Look, our format is going to be, once again, a bit looser than mm. what it has been. Yeah. These aren't going to be as common. Uh, we're going to focus on two-player games mm-hmm. uh, going forward. And those don't necessarily have to be uh, either co-op or versus. Yeah. Yeah. It's just something that two people can play together. Two people or more could yeah. play together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can, we can do more. Because what if it was, like, say, a, a, a game with many, many, many people playing it? Including us. Hmm. We could certainly do that. We, oh, right, I don't know. We were talking about Quake today. Mm. Um, actually, what we were talking about was land parties. Yes, nineties uh, land parties specifically, and yeah, a bit of nostalgia for the old, the old yeah, land party. I could, um, like, we were thinking of like getting getting people together, getting them to pay us money to have like a nineties land party. Like just everyone, like nothing beyond nineteen, like December thirty first, nineteen ninety nine. All nineties mm-hmm. games mm-hmm. playing on mm-hmm. lands. Just get, just hop on and play all the all the Warcraft three. You can yeah, handle. Warcraft three, Quake, all the Doom. Quake. All There's got to be a Civ game from the nineties, I'm sure. Yeah, people are playing Civilization, and of course, then over in the corner, people sharing porn, which is an important part of land parties. I mean, you've always got two or three individuals who will do no playing. Mm. He's like a friend of a friend, yeah, and he just leeches off everyone and yeah. slows everything fucking down. <laughs> and he goes, "No, no, I'm going to play soon. I'm going to play soon." And then he goes, "Oh, my mom's going to pick me up soon." It's like mm. he, he contributes nothing, and your friend's going to go, "Oh yeah, wasn't uh, wasn't Frankie cool?" And it's like, no, he wasn't. He was a fucking dick. He just took him leech. He took all my pornography and did not play Quake Three with me. No. So that guy sucks. Yeah. Um, yeah. Land parties are good. 
We should do that, AC, sometime. I mean, we don't need to, but it would be fun. No, there's absolutely no reason to do that. No, I mean, our internet is good enough that we can do it from... And you know, in fact, in COVID-19 pandemic, we probably should yeah, I, I not be gathering together and mm, jamming our computers into each other's slots. I mean... <laughs> it's a bit unhygienic. Yeah, but, like, if you kind of, like, get all the people who love 90s and things, like, 90s land parties 90s games and thinks that that's the pinnacle mm, getting like them all in one me. place and killing them all might not be the worst thing oh, for the no, internet no don't kill me that's me that's who i am <laughs> look on that robbie god boy have i got is, for you 90s is not the pinnacle some might say that this is the pinnacle that we're living in the best era of video games ever we're living through a pandemic yeah <laughs> and i'm just best, gonna say the best era of video games ever. yeah i mean there's there's an argument to be had about playing video games in a pandemic mm. Well, I was, you know, this is a bit of a, a joke that's been made a bunch of times before I see, but, you know, us gamers have been training for this moment for many, many years. Not leaving the house? Sorted. <laughs> you know, like, I can't speak to other people? Easy. Uh, I, I find it a lot harder than you, I think. I think that's because, like, I'm more of that, like, sit in a dark room for eight hours playing a, an online game kind of gamer. Mm. You're more of an invite mates around and have a laugh and play Mario Kart kind of Mario Kart. I call it Mario Kart. Mario Kart. That's a new game I invented. Mario Kart. Mario Kart. It's both. It's Mario Party and Mario Kart together That's at last. The worst of both worlds. So it's like Mario Kart, except except the winner is even more random. <laughs> and, you, and you have to roll the dice to it's accelerate. Even less skill. <laughs> Oh, I'll finally stand a chance then. And some fun mini games. Some fun, like, what well, was it? not fun mini games. What's the best Mario Party mini game? Well, one way, oh, the one where you rip the and you rip, like, a, this rip is, a bong. <laughs> Sorry, that's what I thought you were going. You just rip a fucking rat. rip. Rip the GameCube disc <laughs> out of the GameCube while it's still going and try and stab someone with it because <laughs> that's happened and I was the perpetrator. <laughs> Because, okay, there, there is actually a better way. The way we used to play Mario Party because um, on the GameCube, because mm. GameCubes were, like, GameCube controllers, like, controls are always super expensive while that particular console is modern. Yeah. And uh, the GameCube was no exception when we were living in Japan. And the only one I could afford was the fucking, um, like, I think we had two. So Maria and Elchan would use those two mm. and I bought the third one mm. and the only one I could afford or I think maybe even the only one available was the fucking um, uh, PSO2 keyboard oh weird like it's like it's like a um, a GameCube controller except it has a motherfucking keyboard in the middle weird so it's like super wide and it works but That's... it looks fucking ridiculous well, we game... didn't have PSO2 so was, was GameCube the console that had the WaveBird yes okay. a WaveBird is awesome it was one of the first good wireless controllers it's ever. such a weird console like that console and the N64 like all I remember like, one of the well not all not all that I remember but one of the strong memories I have about the GameCube and the N64 was like wacky controllers like these controllers, you haven't seen controllers like this before. No, hold on to your butts because these controllers are gonna get wild. Well, the thing you see, the problem is that because of Smash players, they're still making the GameCube controller That's right. today. Because there's, there's people. Let's let's be honest. There's people are crazy. They're pretty fucking weird. They're crazy. I think crazy is even think, like a bit I too think loose. They're for them. crazy. Look, they're not well people. <laughs> they probably need to be institutionalized and experimented on to find out what makes them wrong. 
I feel and like we can fix that for our see, future generations. Here's the thing: like people playing GameCube games ten years ago was like, yeah, it's pretty weird. Like you know, you probably should have moved on, but all right. Yeah, now it's twenty twenty. It's like now you're like legit weird. Like you're deep. You're deep in the weird rabbit hole. I mean, hole. I play GameCube no, games. I don't understand. This is the best version of the game. It's the best one. I've never since reached this level of perfection. But you, but you got to turn off. You got to turn off all items, mm. all weapons, and you can only play like three stages, and that's it. <laughs> it's like just some fucking weird house rules. Yeah, like that's like, like that's like some monopoly, yes, like, free jail shit yeah, right yeah, it's there. Like, the, the, the way to play this game is you put the money on the free parking. <laughs> like it's every, every house has like monopoly house rules. Uh, ours, ours is you're allowed to cheat so long as you don't get caught. And even if you get caught, you can bribe people. But they say, isn't that the rule in real life as well? Yeah, I mean, when yes. You think, when you think about it. I mean, I, do you really want to go there, Rob? <laughs> Let's just say something, something came in islands. <laughs> I don't have any, I don't have any offshore funds. I wish I <laughs> I have any onshore funds. <laughs> <laughs> onshore funds is another good... Is another, like, illegal onshore funds is another good um, name for this episode, I'll I think. write that down. Maybe it can be like a, like a subtitle, like... Microwave slurry, colon, onshore funds. <laughs> that'll that'll def- definitely get the punters rolling in. All right. Um, should, we, so, should we move on or yeah, not? We'll move on. <laughs> Um, <laughs> let's let's do a featured game. I sure. don't think we'll do the break thingy in between. Yeah, but this that. this featured game is because it's it's a multiplayer game. AC, it's a two player game. It is, or a um, two plus player game. I bought this game. I knew that this game was coming, and I wasn't going to buy it until it came out. And then the day it came out, a uh, friend of the show, uh, Elchan, mm-hmm. said, "Let's buy this game and play it together on Switch mm-hmm. uh, over internet." And I went, "Fucking yes!" It's a beat 'em up. Mm-hmm. We both got it. Uh, and the it's either the net code was completely shit house or his internet was completely shit house mm. because I know mine's awesome. Mm. Uh, and I think his internet was actually shit house because I haven't heard too many other complaints about this. It mm. was there was the delay was like five seconds and it wasn't mm. doing well. So the only way we could play this game was couch co op, you and me, and mm. it is Streets O Rage Four. I was about to say for the Mega Drive, it is not for the Mega Drive. It's certainly got the look yeah the enemies well it's it's definitely of course as as you would expect from a game that's like very obviously hearkening back to an older series of games and in real in many ways its entire success is predicated on that (laughs) so it's very much got the look to some Mm. extent i mean look it's the the major difference is that this is like hand-drawn art yeah this is kind of cell yeah whereas before it was obviously pixel pixel art so they didn't they didn't go with a pixel art they could have, but they went with like a highly detailed, like hand drawn two D. Yeah, two D style style. Um, it, it looks but the good. Look of it I is, like it. The look is reminiscent yeah. of the earlier games, like the aesthetic. Let's say yeah. the aesthetic is there. Like it's grimy streets, it's neon signs. It's set at night for the most part. There's a lot um, of music that is very harkening back mm-hmm. to that era. Mm-hmm. High a, energy kind of beats. There is uh, a lot of repetition of the same enemies that you get from back then. <laughs> they, and they, they even like the, the enemies. Well, some of them look like the old, enemies. almost like identical. D, like D signals there. Yeah. D signal is is there for you to enjoy. You can and you can I mean, beat everyone enjoyed. Yeah. His 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 I suppose son or something. Because this game is set in the future as well. That's the other thing is that. It's 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 continuing the story of the earlier games, but yeah. it's set like fifteen years in the future or something like that. Not, it's not like you know, 
an equivalent amount of time passing since those games came out. I think maybe it's it's probably close to 20 years, 15, 20 years. Um, maybe it is. Maybe it's like literally like they went, all right, well, that game came out in 93. So now it's 27 years later. It, yeah, it's, and, it's sometime after three because three mm. was for the Mega Drive as well. Yeah. So Axel is, looks a bit older, he's a bit heavier, he's, he's, he's got a big beard. He's got a big beard, yeah. Um, he kind of looks a bit Haggar-ish, it, yes. I think. He looks a bit careworn, eh, you see, mm. as though the intervening years have not been easy oh. on old Axel. I was Haxel. Cherry, who I think is Alex's daughter. Yeah. Um, uh, awesome black chick dreads with a guitar. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the aesthetic of that. So that Yeah, she's really like fun. a new character. Uh, Blaze is there. Blaze is back, of yep. course. You can't have... Blaze doesn't look any older, but... No, Blaze, because she's a female character yeah. in a video game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, would have been cool if she had like a like a white streak or something. I think that would have been cool. Moveset, but can but you imagine how much the neckbeards would have freaked out if she had greys or something like that? God, they would have been like, she's not sexy enough. Oh, yeah. I mean, and Cherry is like, other than the name, not sexy at all. Like she's mm. still like a teenage girl, and they don't like she's not wearing like super revealing no, clothing or anything. It's like very loose, and they, she's got. Yeah, they and did like it in a way that's like, very kind of circular, which was good. So yeah, yeah. But don't worry, don't don't worry, guys. This it's still got like those chicks what are in the kinky boots mm. and with whips and peaked caps. If you're into that, so don't worry, they're still there. Yep, they're all there. Um, um, look, they the um, the story yeah. is that uh, Mr. X's kids, uh, Y and, and Z, mm-hmm. uh, have taken over the town now, and you know they're using. Uh, mind control elements from uh uh from music yeah sick beats yeah i do believe the ki- kids call it i'm probably too deaf to be mind controlled now <laughs> um, and you just go around trying to kill everyone i really thought i honestly thought that at the end of this after you defeat the kids uh y and z that mr x would turn out to be still a- yeah because i was like yeah. super like we played this a, a few times um uh, we finished it on easy mode because we needed to finish the game before yeah. we talked about it. Yeah. Um, we wanted to just see all levels and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And there are a lot of levels and you can save between yeah. each level it's now. Like 12 stages, yeah. which is a lot for a beat-em-up. Yeah. Um, and you can unlock and there are four modes like easy, normal, hard, and like uh, expert, I think, or something like that. Yeah. Super hard. Maybe it's five. But... Uh, you know, there are move sets for each character. Yeah, yeah. You know, like it's, there are things you can pull off. It's more detailed in the fighting than the original game. Yeah. There's more you can do, like pressing different directions on the D-pad. Um, you pull off different moves, mm. you know? Um, yeah, it's not it's not as simple as the early. I mean, it's just as simple to pick up and play. That, like, let's be fair, it's not a complicated game at all. Nor should it um, be for Streets of Rage. But there's, there's nuance there. Like, if you want to dig into the fighting, you can pull off particular moves and you can sort of you know adjust you can mash if you want or you can sort of like play more like skillfully i i um, find myself in these games where i find a move i can do that doesn't diminish your health because mm. that does happen if you find it like if you do a super sometimes it'll, it'll yes. drain your health sometimes it does this but it doesn't drain as long as you don't get hit after a certain amount of time yeah but you know if you can do like an, an uppercut or something like that like a dragon punch You'll find yourself trying to duplicate that same move over and over again if it doesn't like drain your health too much. Yeah, but it yeah, just—it's yeah. not effective against every enemy, mm. nor should it be. Like you shouldn't yeah. be able to completely spam your way through. Yeah, the game does a good job of making you switch up your style mm. depending on the enemies you're facing, and yeah, you can't just 
you can't just m- mindlessly mash your way through the game. I mean, you, you perhaps could on you can on easy game. mode, which yeah, we did which is, well, <laughs> because we were talking true. a lot while we were doing it. Maybe that's important to touch on, touch on the difficulty quickly because, yeah. like, one complaint that people always have about fighting games when you bring it to the home console is that it's too easy because you can just put in a bunch of credits, as many credits as you like, and just beat the game. And I've heard sometimes that people have it like I complain about that it, mm. that it's too hard mm. that you only get a certain amount of credits. And it's almost impossible to finish the game because they don't want you to finish the game because then it would be too easy. Well, so yeah. Kind it can go either way. It can. It really can. This game's clever you... how they do it. Yeah. Though. Because they kind of give you a set amount of credits per level. Yeah. And they go, well, you got, you know, if you're on the easy setting, like us, you get yeah. six, which is like plenty. I'm sure as but you go you up in difficulty, hard, there's better cutscenes and better like endings and stuff like that. So. Yeah, there might be better. Yeah, more of that sort of content as well. Yeah. But just in terms of the difficulty and the challenge in the game, I think it's clever how they go. All right, well, you've got three credits to beat this level. And if you can't do it, you've got to go back to start a level and just keep trying. And that that is a good way of overcoming this issue with fighting games, with beat em ups and difficulty mm. because I always found like how do you deal with that you know you either give the player a, like not enough credits and they die and then they have to go back to the start or you let them put in as many credits as they want and then it's too easy yeah this game's like alright you can have a certain amount of credits per level good luck and they and they and they put enough enemies and stuff into each level that it's actually challenging if you're playing on normal yeah it's actually quite challenging we were challenging. challenged yeah. quite severely like we we got like to episode, like to stage 8 or 9 or something before we 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 got to a boss where we just went ah we give up yeah yeah, uh, yeah. not that we couldn't go there are points in a beat em up where you just don't want to go through the entire thing all over again yeah uh, and we were trying to get because it is monotonous we're trying to get through the game like we were trying yeah. to like perfect our skills at this but game but there are unlockables like we unlocked the original Streets of Rage 1 character yeah. set like in their all their pixelated glory yeah. and they had the same moves and the same specials and everything which is pretty cool yeah like a pixelated cool. police car comes with a bazooka yeah that was great I'm really glad that they put that in there and um they should really defund those police though <laughs> I think so you know Hey, just for starters, AC. But, you know, the good thing is that these guys, they're, they're former police. See, they quit the force. Yep. So they're all right. They're on, they're on the side of good. On because the side of justice. they were sick of the corruption in the law. <laughs> Thank you, Rob. <laughs> Thank you, Robbie. Uh, ACAB. Anyway, so, yeah. <laughs> so, I was, I was, sometimes I just leave you hanging because you deserve it. Uh, look, hey, <laughs> did you have fun with this game? Did you like it? You recommend it? Yeah, look, I think it's good. I think it's, it's as good a it's as good a reboot as you can as you could probably hope for. Any kind of fighting game, beat 'em up game. Sorry, I should say every beat 'em up game in the modern era. You've got to do something different. It can't just be the way it was in the arcade because we're not at an arcade with two dollar coins in our pockets no. and a, and a hope and a heart full of hope. Um, and excitement, yeah, and no, possibly and possibly cola. Yeah, we've got plenty of. Well, we're lucky enough to have plenty of money, and so yeah, and and we can buy games and whatnot. But um, they did a good job of bringing it bringing it back. The aesthetics about right. Um, the music's about right. It feels unmistakably like a Streets of Rage game. Like if you didn't tell me this was Streets of Rage and we were playing it, I'd be like, geez, this is a heck of a lot like Streets of Rage, you know. <laughs> um, but I think what they got really right was the way that the systems around the game work and keep it feeling like it's got some challenge mm. and that there's something there to dig into. Um, because as I've said, like um, beat em up games, when you bring them to the home console or the PC, um, often lose something when you take them away from the arcade. And I think this game did a good job. It's, it's obviously like all the Streets of Rage games designed for the home console. Yeah. But I think this one gets it really right 
and I think there's a lot there to dig into and come back to. And you, it's not you're not going to feel like it's a ripoff. You're yeah. not going to feel like you wasted money if you put if you buy this game. So I think I would recommend it. Yeah, especially if you have that nostalgia. Yeah. Um, but even if you just like action games, I think you'd enjoy this. Even if you're not someone who's our age. If you're just the kind of person who likes games where there's combos and, mm. and that kind of thing, you'll be into this as well, I think. So, yeah. That's why I'm recommending it, AC. What about you? Yeah, look, I think this is a... Um, I, I think this really does and probably should cater towards our generation who mm. kind of grew up either before or slightly after because you couldn't afford a new console and, you know, you wanted to get a previous <laughs> console to play games, mm. uh, which was a lot of people around our neighbourhood. Uh, in high school, mm-hmm. when this came out in elementary school or primary school for us, uh, was, you know, it really does harken back to Streets of Rage, you know, mm. because you couldn't afford to buy uh, Final Fight for the <laughs> SNES or something. You could only play as one character on that anyway. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but honestly, I, I think uh, this game is made for our generation. Um, it's good that it has an easy mode. If people are curious, like if like this is not like a modern beat em up. It very much harkens back to Streets of Rage. Yeah, um, the cutscenes are cool, uh, but not really animated. They're just like just f- like um, splash screens it's of what's like, going on. Kind of like like mo- motion comics or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. that's fine. Like that, you don't need that. And I paid like twenty bucks for it <clears> or something <throat> like that, and I got my money's worth. Hmm. I what I liked about this game was that I could watch it and play it. On uh, HDTV with someone on the couch next to me. Yeah. And if you want that sort of experience on your Switch or your or on Steam, it's a good idea. Like, maybe wait till it's on special uh, and pick it up then because it probably will be. Yeah. uh, If you're a bit on the fence about it. But, yeah, I'd recommend it. I had fun with this. You know, just you and me sitting on the couch playing it. Just if you're going to play with someone, make sure they have a good internet connection. (laughs) Yeah, obviously it's an important one. Yeah. Yeah. You make a good point. And if this show, we're transitioning to talking about more multiplayer and co-op games, this is a great... Beat-em-up games are some of the best co-op games you can play. And this is one of the most streamlined and, like, smooth and polished Beat 'em ups that's out there right now. So. Let's face it, if you if you're in your late thirties and next year from us early forties. Yeah, Jesus. Um <laughs> I'm just gonna say that it's good like if you play one of these games on easy mode, you can have fun and mm-hmm. you can still chat at the same time. If you've only got like a couple of hours to catch up every week or fortnight or month and you want to play a game, but you also want to catch up, this is the kind of good game for that. Yeah. I think so. And that's what I liked about beat 'em ups when I was growing up, because they they're social mm. uh, and you can talk about the game and you can talk about oh this sucks this is good this is hard that's awesome look at that special oh look at that chick mm. uh, oh my god I had, why has that guy got his hands in his pockets uh, <laughs> yeah. but you know it was a more social fun game as beat-em-ups kind of should be yeah. I think yeah definitely uh, yeah. and it kind of does recapture the spirit of that a little bit yeah absolutely playing the good. game it does make you feel like that those games, the spirit of those games yeah. are still alive and well. Um, and, yeah. you know, on a Friday afternoon, Friday evening, when you just don't, you don't have it in you to play a fighting game sometimes, mm-hmm. like me thumbs hurt or, <laughs> yeah. or, you know, I just don't have the reaction time to go up against a computer uh-huh. or even maybe another human player, like a beat-em-up is a good compromise there, I think. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Good yeah. recommendation from yeah, both of us. A bit of a, a bit of a recommendation there. 
Um, so it's been a while. I think we'll just keep going. Yeah, why not? Yeah. We're 30 minutes in. Keep the ball rolling. Yeah. Um, so a bit of a, a stream of nonsense sort of um, dealio here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been... What, four months, three months, four months? It's been like a hundred days, so I don't know. Yeah, three and a bit months. 25th of May was the last podcast we released. Mm. So, yeah, it has been over three months. Yeah. So, what have you been doing with your life? What have you been playing? Nothing. No, no. No, that's a lie. Um, I know that's a lie. Rob and I have actually been super busy during the pandemic. Well, it's funny, like... For a number of reasons. Like, I mean, yeah, I'm fortunate in that my job is secure i can work from home without issue Mm. so my income has not suffered i mean i'm very fortunate Mm. really um you know if i was to sit here and complain about the pandemic it would just come across as very privileged i think um me too but uh yeah so uh working from home obviously a bit of a lifestyle change but otherwise seems to be working okay we're thinking of going back to the office soon but we will see we will yeah, see. Yeah, they keep saying that and then something happens like the mm. uh, COVID-19 keeps sneaking because we don't have any cases in Canberra right now, knock yeah. on wood, but... Um, I'm fortunate in that regard as well. But, you know, Victoria was hit super hard with the second wave mm-hmm. and now it looks like cases are building up in Sydney, which is super close to Canberra. Yeah. And people are tugging at their collars, just going, no. Like, <laughs> like should we long. go back to work? Should we not go back to work? Is stuff going to happen here? Yeah, yeah. What the fuck should we do? So it's uh, it's it, it's tense. limbo at the moment. We're that's in right. limbo. Yeah, it's just, and that's the that's the thing that's so hard about all this is not knowing what the future holds and yeah. not being able to really plan or predict. Um, but uh, yeah, that's the, I mean, to be honest with you, that's all going pretty well. Hmm. The schools are open, so Ruby can go to school, so it's much easier for us to manage. It was quite challenging when she was home, just because we're not used to having to work and raise a child at the same time. It's very much like juggling, you know? Yeah, um, it's not... It, you don't get a lot of work done no. when they're at home. You don't get a lot of work done and they don't learn much either. So, you know, um, yeah, there's stuff there. Um, anyways, I don't want to talk about that crap because there's, there's, three, there's three and a half months of life that I have not bothered writing any notes for. <laughs> I'm sure some things happened and some good stuff and bad stuff occurred. But what I did write down is the games I've been playing. Okay, so let's, let's, let's that's, dig into that's games. That's a confined topic that I can focus on. Yeah, and, and okay. All right, I'll, I'll ask you questions as you go. And remember, um, the main thing I've been playing over the last like month or so or like weeks... Has been Hitman. Um, is this hit? This is Hitman One with the episodic. Yeah, content? well, yeah. I, I mean, mean it's not it, episodic it gets, anymore. But. It gets confusing because Hitman, Hitman One from 2015 or whatever is a reboot. Like the original Hitman One came out in like I don't know 2000 and something. 2002. So, or yeah, so it's it's all confusing. But I'm playing. I'm not playing hit. I'm not playing the new Hitman Two. I'm still playing through Hitman One, the episodic content from. 2016. Let's call I think it that season was. one of Hitman, if you yeah. like. Okay. Um, and I basically just I finished the game, and then I've gone. I'm going back now, and I'm playing through all the levels again, and getting the Silent Assassin ranking on every level, or like it's an achievement now. Right. In the old games, it was a rank. Like they rank you on how well you did on each level, and Silent Assassin was always like the pinnacle. It was like the A plus plus kind of S rank. You know, like just kicking the butt of the level. Um, and so I'm going back and getting the Silent Assassin ranking for all of the levels, which is actually really fun. That game is a lot less like an action game and more of a puzzle game, 
when you actually like kind of stealth puzzle. Yeah, when you mm. actually play it, it's like it's ninety percent puzzle and ten percent action. And the, um, my problem is that I'm not good at puzzles. Yeah, and I'm good at. Um, like forcing my way through barricades <laughs> and shooting the place up. Look, I will say that even as I try to get Silent Assassin, every now and then I'll just when I fail, I fuck to, it up. When I have to reload my save or something, I just like pull out guns and just start shooting everyone just to, <laughs> just to get it off my chest. And then I'm like, all right, all right, all right, load, load. and I reload the save, reload the save, <laughs> start again. Um, yeah, yeah. So if that's, I get found out, I'm taking you all with me. That's actually been really fun to replay. One thing, and I'm thinking of doing a few other things before I. I'm not sick of the game yet, so I'm still going mm. back for more. Like, one thing I think will be fun after I've Silent Assassin the last level is to go back through and play each level in like a one in like one go with no saves. Like, just start the level and just go, and don't stop, and don't save, and whatever happens, keep going. And even if I set off the alarm, even if someone finds a body, just keep going and see if you I can to play to if I can complete the level from woe to go and get out alive without saving or stopping. I think that will be the next like fun challenge for me just to, just to get through each level, you know, in that kind of like just improvising and just as shit happens, just like adjusting. Cause I think that mm. that should be a lot of fun as well. And in a lot of ways, I think the game is meant to be played in that way. Um, Cause it does have a lot of like, if this happens then this happens and it sets off this and then, you know, yeah. and then you've got to like, it's, it's a chain reaction of events, yeah. isn't it? Really? It's very cool. Characters. It's such a fucking cool game. Like there's so much. So I much remember shit. watching a lot of mm. like quick looks on giant bomb and, um, yeah, unprofessional they, Friday. They stuff played a bunch of Hitman on yeah. giant bomb and it's, it's a, it's a great game for that. Like yeah. it's a very entertaining game to watch, not just to play. Mm. Um, and I would, I don't, I'm not good at those games, yeah. as you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm subtlety is not part of my language. Let's <laughs> <laughs> well, just say that. So I don't think uh, I would ever be, I would ever buy those games, mm. but I certainly don't mind watching them. Yeah, yeah. You and me playing that game, like with with you piloting and <laughs> me like giving directions. That would be something. That would. That would be something. That would be a Twitch career right there. <laughs> you go, no, don't do that. It's like, no, I'm ordering it. You go ahead, guns blazing. Hit the woman with the brick, but I don't want it. Hit her with the brick. <laughs> we're going to take a dress, and we're going to look pretty. Pretty, damn it. Tell that's, me I'm pretty. That's one funny thing about this game is that you can't cross-dress. Like, it's very strict about that. It's like, if there's a female character in the toilets, and like they're dressed up in the in the outfit you would mm. otherwise want. What What about Dame, Dame Edna Ed, Everidge? <laughs> you strangle... <laughs> Strangle Barry Humphreys to strangle Barry Humphreys <laughs> to death, and he'd have this moral quandary. He's like, "Should I put on this like this, this oh old God. makeup and and glasses and purple wig? Oh um, God, what should I do?" One thing that I enjoy in those games, it's like it's never been addressed, and it's always something very funny to me. Is when you dress up as someone who's like not just not just a random guard or like you know civilian, but someone with a role in the level. Yeah. If you dress up as them and then and then sort of proceed to do the thing that that person is supposed to do you'll often get a cut scene where the hitman character agent 47 will just act out the scene of like we'll just do the thing that yeah. that person's supposed to do and he speaks in this very particular voice no one seems to notice that it's like a different person he's just like hello oh <laughs> ah it is a new tie i'm wearing <laughs> i can't do the voice right but he's just like Thank you. Yes, I will. Yeah, like there was this yeah. scene. There was this scene where, like, you you, you infiltrate a band. Like, you're trying to kill a lead singer of a band. Yeah. And one way you can do it is to dress up as like this the new drummer who's joining the band, and you turn up, and the guy you're supposed to kill is like, "Oh, great, you're here," and he's never met you before, so he doesn't recognize that you're not that guy. Mm. And then he goes, "Okay, let's see what you can do," and he takes Agent Forty Seven over to the drum kit. 
And if you just proceed with the scene, Agent 47 sits down and picks up the drumsticks and then just proceeds to play the fuck out of the drums. Like, he's an amazing drummer. <laughs> like, he's just really... I mean, he trains for everything, right? He's, well, he's like he's, Batman. He's genetically engineered super soldier, so in theory, yeah. he's good at everything. Like, yeah. he's perhaps good at everything. I don't know. But it's just really, really... One of those hilarious scenes, like... I, just ca- I kind of want to see... It. I kind of want to see that fucker playing Dance Dance Revolution. <laughs> yeah, he would just do really, really well. Yeah, it's like, wow! <laughs> this bald guy's super good at this. He's like, just... Stay in school, kids, and then walks off and <laughs> snaps someone's neck. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why you need to master Dance Dance Revolution to assassinate someone. Probably the president of Konami. Yeah, that would be right. So yeah, I've been playing a lot of Hitman. That's been a lot of fun. The other cool. game that I want to mention, because I think this could be a possible contender for the, to review on this show, AC. Yeah, okay. I'm listening. Um, and you may have heard of it. All of our meetings take place on air, On by air, the way. yeah. yeah. You may have heard of this. You may have even seen people play videos of it. Yeah. Play play it in a video. Mm-hmm. Um, Fall Guys. I've been playing a bit of Fall Guys. I've seen uh, it and heard it referenced many a time yeah. on the Twitter. It seems to be a very popular thing. Yes. It seems to be the latest thing. It seems to be the, like, after PUBG and Fortnite, this is now the thing. This is now the new Battle Royale obstacle course. Kind of thing. Game. Yeah. yeah. I'm, it kind of, from what I've seen, it kind of reminds me of this Australian show from the 1980s. There was a dodgy version of Takeshi's Castle yeah. called It's a Knockout. Yeah, it's basically It's a Knockout or Wipeout or Takeshi's Castle. Yeah. One Ninja, Ninja Warrior. It's that kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, i got to say, I really like it. And I, you know why? I, have you been playing it? Yes, You've actually a been lot, playing A bunch. Over the last couple, I only downloaded it like two nights ago. So, yeah. what did you download it on? Uh, Steam. Steam? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it, it's free on something? Is it PS Plus or Game Pass or something? I'm I, I looked for it on Xbox and I couldn't find it. Okay, so it's probably PS Plus then. Yeah. Uh, my PlayStation is on fire, so I... Yeah. <sighs> um, you really need to take that to me to try and repair it or not repair it. I don't really, Either way. I don't really care. Like Maybe just junk it then. Yeah. Just have... Like, it's taking up space, obviously. I just... I'm not really a console gamer anymore. I just mm-hmm. time to admit that. Um, this game's fun. You know what I really like about it? It's just so simple. Simple's Unlike, good. See, I PUBG like PUBG is great, yeah. but fuck, it's complicated. Well, and not the way I play. I mean, I've never <laughs> won a game or, you know. I've Even been... just the keyboard controls, it's just like, fucking, there's so many things yeah. to press, you know. This game has two buttons, and one of them doesn't even do anything. <laughs> one of them is like just to exit out of menus. And like, there's B for when you want to say no in a menu, and then A is yes in a menu or jump. And so that's it. Or oh, there is like a diving jump. I'm finding there is like... I'm, I, no, I correct, correct myself. There is some nuance. There is a diving jump. But essentially, it is like a a very simple platformer that you play with 60 other people. Okay, so question. You know? Have you been playing with a keyboard or a... Oh, the Xbox controller. Xbox controller. I felt... Yeah. I, I sort of... When I, looked, when I looked at this game, people playing videos of it before I bought it, I was like, this is a controller game. This doesn't seem like a keyboard game. So I've been playing it with the controller. Yeah. Um, I think what I like about it, and something that was immediately apparent, is that this is not a game that you need to be... Like, there's skill to it. Yeah. There is skill, and you get better at the game as you play it. Yep. But anyone can play this game. Anyone. It's not something for nerds only. Your kid, okay. your kid can play this game. Your girlfriend I mean, who shows no interest in video games mm. can play this game. You know, like... It's very easy to get in, you know, because it's really just one, you just run and jump and hope for the best. And, and everything else is just experience and Have getting, and getting more familiar with the a game yet. No, I got close. I got up to like the fourth or fifth like round. Yeah. Um, but I haven't actually won yet. No. 
And when I, it'll be pretty glorious when that actually happens. I think. How much is it on Steam? At the it's moment? thirty buck. No. Oh, yeah. Um. So I could spare the expense, I suppose. I'm thinking of encouraging you to get play this game. Maybe it- may, what I should do first is I should come around to your house and watch you play it. Then it. I'll play it and mm. try it, and then. Because I think I'm, it would be fun to play like over Discord or something. Like, yeah, yeah. Can can you actually just have two player games or something like that? Or? Mm, well, we can link up as like a group, okay. and then we'll be put into games together. Okay. So have like kind of like PUBG or whatever. Sure. Um, yeah, and I kind of because it it does that thing that PUBG does and that Fortnite does, which is like, wow, look how many people are playing the game at once. Like hmm. just the sheer number of people playing it is impressive. But it's unlike PUBG and unlike Fortnite. It's just so simple. You know, it's just run towards the thing, jump, get frustrated at the, like, at the ragdolling. Yeah. That's like, it, it's, it's got strange physics. Idea. It's got some really fun, weird physics. It's yeah. like, it's, it's enjoyable and annoying at the same time. Like you can push, it's like Mario, like Mario 3D world. You can, you can push your friends off the edge of cliffs and stuff like that. You can, you can be jerks. Like there was this one point in a level where I was walking across like a, uh, a very narrow, like bridge. Basically, like a tube, really, like a, like a sausage that you got to walk across. It's very easy to fall off. Oh yeah, you know either side. And this fucking guy decided to He's stand. Falling over. This guy decided to fucking stand just in the middle of the sausage and just stand there and yeah. get in everyone's way. It was so fucking annoying. I was like screaming, "Get I'm, out of the way!" I'm gonna be that guy. Just just a heads up, dude. I'm gonna be. I'm not. I know I'm not gonna win, so I'm gonna get in everyone else's way, mm. make it as bad as possible. We'll get to the finish line, and then like instead of going across the finish line, turn around and just like taunt everyone else that's like not at the finish line, and then. So maybe, maybe that's what that button's for. That other button is this taunt button. Oh, there is like moon everyone. There's like yeah, taunts on the D-pad, and then like A is jump. B is like a diving jump, which I just just recently learned that you can do a diving jump. Like wow, cool. Um, it's such a deep game, AC. I kind of, I kind um, of do want. Yeah, look, something that we can play over network and over Discord, mm. um, and it's very low stakes. That's what I like about it. It's like PUBG is very high stakes. It's yeah. like, oh my god, you died, you idiot! Like this is like, oh, I don't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like, you know. well, I mean, the whole battle royale thing comes from the movie Battle Royale, yeah. which is incredibly high stakes and yeah, fucked yeah. up. If you've actually seen that movie, yeah, yeah. Um, if this is like low stakes obstacle course shit that you can like go back into, yeah. and, and have a bit of fun, I certainly wouldn't be adverse to playing that. It's so a, it's a lot of it's a lot of fun. I maybe, really enjoyed it. Maybe I'll have to come around to your house and um, yeah. and um, try it out. Well, right in the moment, like I was playing. Like pick, I was playing like past the controller with Joe last night, right. and then she, she had some. She ma- was enjoying it. Yeah, and then she had some mates over today, and she's like, "Oh, come play this game." So her mates came into the room, <laughs> and all four of us are just passing the controller around playing it. Like it's, yeah, it, it's 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 a good, easy to get into game. It's almost beautiful in its simplicity. Like, yeah. ah, it's so simple, you know? Which is what you yeah, want. That's yeah. that's kind of what I'm after in, my, mm. in, in this stage of life, and probably all stages of my life. Yeah. I'm not a complicated gamer. We all know that. So. Everyone else has already heard about this game and is already playing it. But yep. old Rob is like, hey, I heard, have you heard of this game called Fall Guys? Everyone, it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I know. So anyway, like, that's, I, yeah. I've seen it referenced a lot. Yeah. And I'm, I'm kind of glad to get your opinion on this stuff because I often see stuff referenced and I go, I have no motivation to play that game. Unless one of my friends goes, this is awesome. you got to try it. And then I'll go, I'll consider it. Yeah. And then I'll see it and go, yeah, I'll try it. I will say, I'm not sure whether I'm... I'm easily swayed by my mates. The thing that... Peer pressure. The thing that keeps me coming back is it feels easy, yeah. But then it's not. Well, uh, and then you're like, damn it! Like I could do better than this. You know, easy to play, difficult to master. Yeah, is, yeah, is, yeah. You know, it's it's, it's like that. You know, 
That's how you play Pac-Man. That's how you get people into Pac-Man. Mm, it hooks you because you're like, yeah. I can win this. I know how to play this. Yeah, it's like yeah, a shooter. Yeah. Like I can mm. play a shooter. I know you you dodge and you shoot and that's mm. what you do. Whereas PUBG, you could be like, there is no way. Like you could easily play that and go, there's no way I'm the ever amount, this. Like I think I got into the top 10 of PUBG yeah. more times than not. Yeah. Um, and I got didn't get anywhere past that because I would hide and hope for the best <laughs> yeah. and not be able to kill anyone. Mm. Um, but, you know, there were times when I would get close and, of course, inevitably fail. Mm. Uh, and that's not the way you should play the game. If, even if you come last, you should try and kill people in the first instance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's uh, that's been me, I guess. Yeah. Um, I don't want to keep crapping on, but uh, maybe we'll talk about that game more next week. Or sure. next, yeah. whenever the hell we record next. Whenever we record. It's going to be about once a month, I reckon. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to be a bit laxy. We're about taking this. it easy. I think what we want to do is have, because Rob's still coming over and, and Joe as well, for uh, a lot of the extent, and obviously burping on mic is not an issue anymore. Not that it ever really was. Um, <laughs> leave that in, by the way. Uh, you know, you guys still more or less come around every couple of weeks. Yeah. So, like... What we've been doing is we played Streets of Rage for like last week and got halfway through the game and kind of finished it tonight. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of good for us to like just get together and play something and kind of get part of the way through it and socialize and then the next week play a bit more and finish and it actually all, and then actually record. Yeah, that's a good way of going about things. Yeah, once a month. We're, we're good like that at the moment, I think. And, you know, you know, we're, we're still like eons ahead of the Americans yeah. who, you know, well, it's been over a year now. With bigger issues over there, uh, yeah. And um, when we say the Americans, we mean Game Life Balance US. Yes, you know. we wish them all the best. I hope you survive everything. Yes, that's, that's the thing. Like everyone, everyone likes to make fun of Americans, but I actually quite like Americans. Like, I have a lot of American thing. friends. It was all funny until it, until in, things in, got in, until we actually like <laughs> got to be friends with some of them, and it's like, oh, I like those guys. Fuck, I really don't want anything bad to happen to no, them. No, so. no. Uh, what have I been up to? You know, I've been up to a lot. I just, I actually, I've actually got some life stuff. All right, maybe we'll start with the life stuff, and then we'll cram the game stuff in. There's some, there's some, there's some game stuff as well. we'll cram it in. Some game stuff. Pack our sinuses with games. Yeah. Um, basically, I avid listeners to Game Life Balance Australia. All two of you. <laughs> ben and Elchan. <laughs> there's a few others. I know uh, there's a few. Joe listens sometimes. <laughs> At gunpoint, sure. Uh, um, I do a month every year where I do 31 days of no drinking and, you know, like, no, like, almost no snacking mm. and no sugar or, like, you know, try and reduce, like, you know, no chocolate, no salty snacks, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so I did it this year. It was a lot easier. Like, I, I, I thought, oh, there's, there's a lot of rumor going around about these covid curves mm. uh, and <laughs> like uh, i was still trying to get exercise and all that kind of stuff but it, it's difficult and mm. demoralizing being at home for me yeah um and it might be time to admit that i'm an extrovert to a certain extent uh, so i went right i'm gonna do this month you know at about the same time i usually do it and it was actually a lot easier than it was last year, but I was under a lot of stress last year. Mm. Um, for like, I was I was promoted to a position that nobody wanted, effectively. Yay. <laughs> uh, and and you know, I did very well in that position. Uh, mm. That position no longer exists because travel. 
no longer exists yeah. in, in our world. Mm, uh, I've been moved on to a different section, which I really like and I really enjoy. Um, I'm getting a lot out of and, mm. and and like. So that's like really good. I can't really say what it is because we don't talk about our jobs. No. Um, secret agent spies. Yeah, that's really not what I do. That's so not what I do. I'm a secret agent spy, we man. We would be so terrible secret agents. I know. Um, Hello, I'm a, I'm definitely not Australian. I don't know why I have this accent, but can you show me to your secret documents, please? You like you sound like a Canadian pretending to be an American. <laughs> Hello, I'm Mr. American Man. Hey, can I interest you in some maple syrup? Eh? I mean, dab. Don't say a. Eh. I mean, some Tim Hortons. Damn it! You guys got public health care here? I certainly hope not. <laughs> I like them mooses. That's all I know about Canada. We're done. Uh, so, <laughs> so I've got so much money left over in my pay packet every week from not paying for public health. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> so basically, um, like it was, it was, it was a good health month. Like I lost <clears throat> a lot of weight, which was good. Um, went down a couple of belt buckle sizes, which mm-hmm. is how I measure weight mostly. I wasn't game enough to actually weigh myself to the end of the month. And I kind of hit what I wanted to hit. Nice. So, which was good. Uh, you know, everything fits You're me. always hitting what you want to hit. Oh, yeah. That's what you're known for. Which is you. That's like, just you. Only you. And violently, not sexually. <laughs> Most of the time. Some of the time, you know. Sometimes one follows the other, if well, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> It's it's usually it's usually the latter, but you like it rough, and then That's it turns right. into the former. Oh, let's be clear: this is consensual. <laughs> oh yes, oh my yes. Uh, and the thing that I, that happens, especially when you're home, uh, and sober, twenty four hours a day. <laughs> the worst combination: home and sober. <laughs> sober. Is that you tend to get a lot of shit done. Because you suddenly go, oh, I'm stuck in this... Not only am I stuck in this freaking fucking country, I'm stuck in this freaking fucking city, and I'm stuck in this freaking fucking house (laughs) all the freaking fucking time. (laughs) That means that I look out at my garden, and I go, shit, I've been saying that I'm going to get my my backyard landscaped Mm. for five years. Bit of a moonscape. No. Yeah, it yeah. was gravel out there with yeah. weeds that would grow in summer. And and I got progressively lazy over the year <laughs> about weeding because I didn't care and we didn't go out there much. Uh, and I just went, damn it, that's it. Finally, I'm up. I'm motivated. I'm sober. <laughs> it's not like I was drunk all the time anyway, but more like shiftless and lazy. Uh, basically, what happened was I decided to finally bite the bullet and go out and get a quote for landscaping the front and side of the house and backyard. Nice. Uh, now, what I didn't know about this is, what well, kind of did know, is that every motherfucker and their dog in Canberra also had the same inclination <laughs> because they're all stuck, they're at, stuck home. at home. Suddenly this thing's matter. Yeah. So I contacted six companies. None of them got oh, back yeah. to me. The first one that did said, oh, yeah, we can come and give you a quote next week. Awesome. Uh, but we can't start until next year. And I said, when next year? Oh, about mid-February, maybe late February. What the fuck? And gradually more people got back to me. But the one who was recommended to me, I tried to call, I tried to email, got no response for a week. Mm. And just kind of gave up and said, well, these guys, are, you know, they're obviously so busy and they don't care about my business. 
The guy got back to me and just turns out he was away. Oh, okay. And then he came, <laughs> he came over like like the next day and gave me a quote. Good price. Um, started this week. Wow, there you go. Yep. So what was this February guy talking about? Uh, well, other like, people are that busy. Wow. Like landscaping companies are that busy because everyone's at home. People have more money because they ain't fucking going anywhere. Yeah. Uh, and you know, they're not, you know, you, obviously there's a lot more, uh, there's like a, a lot higher online shopping, but even that's kind of dropped off a bit because Australia Post is shithouse at the moment. Yeah. We've had yeah. some weird delays. Like some yeah. things come like straight away. Other things is like, a week delay two weeks so we're finally getting everything landscaped and when that's done the house is complete and which sounds funny because your house should be complete when you move in but we bought our house new we didn't have curtains brand spanking new the inside is complete and it's been complete for a while the outside we didn't give a fuck about because we weren't even here during like the summer months when everything grows like crazy and shit like that so (laughs) we had less motivation now we're going to be stuck here for a while we're like going yeah we kind of want a nice place we're going to put a fire pit out the back as well hopefully so that'll be kind of yeah just in time for summer (laughs) where there'll be a total fire ban I'm sure hooray yep yip diddy doo da um I also um, decided to get a new car. Ooh. Because my old car, um, it was fine. There's nothing wrong with it. My, I, I bought it off my brother who did a really good job um, restoring it. It was a 2007 Honda Civic. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be honest, like, I just didn't enjoy... It was a fine A to B car. It was fine economically, but I just... It was just a a step too much behind the Camry, which Mm. was like the hybrid car. We we drive on... Like, Maria drives, because she likes that car, and I drive kind of on the weekends. Yeah, yeah. And I just kind of went, you know what? I want a Prius. (laughs) I want... And, like, there are two types of Prius. There's the Prius V, I think, which is, like, the normal Prius, and the Prius C. Mm. The Prius C is basically, like, a small kind of Yaris type car. Right, very like a hatch. Yeah, like yeah. a hatchback. Yeah. Very small, very maneuverable. The C stands for city, so city driving. Uh, and it turns out that they are quite rare to buy because everyone wants a cheap economical car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did find one. Um, the guy was like, oh, yeah, my brother's got it. Didn't didn't hear back for ages. Bit of a theme. Yep. We finally got him, and it turns out he, he went, oh, yeah, there's another guy who really wants to see it as well. He wants to pretty much buy it. And so we got here just before this other guy because he didn't answer his phone, luckily. <laughs> we got this car. Um, this was on a day when Ma- Maria and I were super sick, and I'd been trying to line this up, and, like, this guy was kind of stuffing us around, and we were, like, going, going, oh, should we? And we got out and saw the car, and we were, like, I was still, like, oh, I don't know if I should or not, and I was, like, feeling shit else, and the guy couldn't find his registration papers, and at one stage I was, like, going, maybe we should just fucking go, and just, like, no, we're not, not going to be bothered with it. Mm-hmm. Um, we, he ended up finding the papers. We ended up buying the car. Um, it wasn't... It wasn't like super expensive for what it was. Mm. It's 2012, so only like eight years old, which is pretty good for me. Yeah. And it um, it only had like 55,000 kilometers okay. on the clock, which yeah. is very good, very yeah. reasonable. So mm-hmm. everything, you know, very economical car, small gas tank, um, fuel tank. Um, and the inside was pretty much immaculate, like needed a vacuum and all that kind of stuff. There was just one problem with the car, and I already knew this before I went out there. Dead bodies. 
No. Well, I mean, you know, any Canberra car is going to have one of those. Haunted by the ghost of a 1980s rock band. Uh, look, Van Halen can go fuck himself. <laughs> oh, sorry, Ed, as he likes to call himself now. The car is sentient and it fell in love with another lady car. <laughs> All right, I'm done. You can please, okay. please continue. No, no, the car's gay and he likes Kit from Knight Rider. Um, <laughs> what a gay car. <laughs> what a lovely gay car. Uh, no, um, so earlier this year, in January, uh, the day after we got back from Japan, and boy, was that an experience, mm-hmm. this little event in Canberra happened where we had a storm. Not just any storm. Oh, the storm. It was a hailstorm, and it pelted the entire southern side of Canberra. The uh, like pretty much any car that wasn't in a garage, and this was during the work day when everyone was at work. Yeah, things got fucked up. Insurance companies had to pay out literally hundreds of thousands of cars in the Canberra region. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This was one of those cars. Ah, uh, so it's got a few little pock marks. Oh, it's got more than a few. It looks like a fucking golf ball. <laughs> but here's the thing: mm. um, I, I grew up in a car family, and I grew up in a family where. Like scratching a car, mm. doesn't matter which car, any car, mm. is basically basically punishable by whipping or death. <laughs> both, sometimes both. Like you yeah. didn't want to ding a door mm. on my father, any of my father's cars. Oh yeah, he would know. Yeah, uh, and he he would he would hear it. He would get out his He'd, forensic kit and be like, "Fucking all right, so where were you on the night of the thirteenth at seven p.m.?" <laughs> <laughs> you know, there was one time where I think as a punishment, I was locked inside a car in a dark garage. <clears throat> the doors like of the garage closed oh all the God. lights off and that wow. was that was like my punishment for oh my I don't think it was for digging a car but mm. like anything everything was car related in my in my family <laughs> growing everything up. was car centric and it's kind of funny whereas um like you know my dad who like you know every car has to be immaculate don't scratch the bodywork the paintwork you know you need to resell these things and stuff like that mm-hmm. he dresses like a homeless person <laughs> you know like all he buys all his clothes from rivers <laughs> yeah. you know he's a middle-aged white guy it's oh he's weird. more than middle-aged well, he's like senior he's, citizens now yeah right? he's a senior citizen that's he's, weird he's to almost think about 70. our dads are like senior citizens now late 60s early like you know late se- mid to late 60s the guy's an old man and you, you, and i need to get over that thing where it's like don't scratch the bodywork don't scratch the paintwork all that mm. kind of stuff mm. why don't you touch myself from that I figured out, you know what? I don't give a flying fuck what the outside of this car looks like. Mm-hmm. I love the interior. I love the way it drives. I love the modernity of mm-hmm. like, it's got a reversing camera. It's super economical. It's small and maneuverable. It's actually quite zippy. goes mm-hmm. quite fast. Mm-hmm. And it's, I love little features like the uh, rear view mirrors, like the side mirrors will kind mm-hmm. of, um, like there's a button that makes them go in oh, when yeah. you park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and like they've got blinkers on the side of the mirrors. I've never had a car like that before. Yeah, it's like, Ooh, I was like, oh wow, this is nice. Mm-hmm. Outside of the car, it looks like absolute shit. <laughs> but you don't have to see that. And both my my brother mm-hmm. and my dad are gonna hate this. <laughs> they go, Why did you sell that perfectly good Honda Civic? It's like because I got this fantastic car that looks mm. like it's been through, uh, you know, World War Two. <laughs> Uh, it's been hit by it's several like tank shells. The car in the mini game from Street Fighter. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yes, but smaller. And you know what? I love. I've only had this car for a week, less than a week, five days. Yeah. Um, and I, I really like driving it. Like it's a fun car to drive. I enjoy driving it. Mm. I didn't enjoy driving the 
the Honda so much. Yeah. So I, um, well, that's what matters. And you can, I, if you really want to, you can get that repaired at some point. It'll probably cost you a pretty penny, but. Yeah, it will. I don't care that much. I like my current insurance agency, like went, ha ha, pre-existing damage. We're not going to do that. And they went to another one and they said, yeah, so long as you show us photos and we'll give you market value, which would be probably a, like two, a, like a half to two thirds of what I paid for it. Mm, and mm. that's fine. Like yeah. comprehensively, it wasn't that expensive. So I just went fucking oath. Yep. Mm-hmm. And this way, like, and Maria has hit a pole or two in, mm-hmm. in her time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the side of the car, like, there's a big pink mm-hmm. scratch on the side. A little, little tapperoo. So it's just tappity tap tap. <laughs> if, and that's kind of when you need to accept things and disassociate yourself with, you know, former family values. Yes. I mean, and just say, look. That way madness lies. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't care about cars in the same way my brother does. No. Like if if they came up and scratched my I scratched up my Lumchan collection, I'd be very insulted. But yeah. I, I'm not scratching up their cars. I'm scratching up my cars. Mm. So even if this car car does get a bit scratched up or something like that along the way, I'm not going to care so much. Yeah, you know, and if I enjoy driving it, that's all that matters. So I don't know. I, I hit upon this um, this epiphany. I, I think it's always been in the back of my mind somewhere. But mm. Um, mm. I I have enjoyed. Um, disassociating myself with that kind of former former mindset <laughs> you're unlearning what you've learned yeah i mean here's the here's the truth of the matter is that if i did have a car that was like a, a mid to high range mm. car that i would like you know if i got a bmw or if i got some sort of like a sports car or something yes. like, i went out and bought like a toyota Celica, boxy but cool looking yeah 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 i would take care of that car yeah I would really look after that it's car. It's like a prestige car. It's, yeah. like a, it's like the aesthetic is important. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. that's that's why one of the reasons I would buy the car. Mm. I am not I, I didn't go out thinking I really want my 2012 Prius C that looks like a Yaris to look good. Yeah. That's if, not what I'm about. <laughs> if you were in my if yeah, if being cool is what matters, then mm. you wouldn't buy a Prius to begin with. Hmm. Like no offense. Because I mean I like Priuses. I mean I I don't care about aesthetics in cars yeah. either, as you can tell. I just want something affordable that's easy to maintain and like hopefully goodish for the environment would be the three things I would care about yeah and, and how it looks and stuff is like just very is low it's low down on the list of things it is. Yeah. you know um but you know everyone's got their little thing and if you're a car person if that's your yeah that's I'm not going to insult you but cool. you know if that's what you want yeah um out of life but if, if you're if you're angry because I bought a dinged up um, Prius C yeah. then you probably need to institutionalize yourself well you're getting angry at someone else's purchases is always yeah. a weird it is very strange thing yeah <laughs> it, it is very weird and I make a lot of how strange could you purposes. buy an Xbox the PlayStation is the console you're talking about someone who has the you know the largest Urusei Yatsura collection in Australia so yeah. really I don't think I, I can't no. point my fingers at myself you don't <laughs> care what people think about your purchases right <laughs> super do not super duper don't yeah, yeah. Um, so that that's kind of my life stuff. The only life stuff I can other the else I can think of is that I I um, finally bought a Simpsons animation cell. Oh, here's something I forgot about. Was I engaged when we did our last podcast? Fuck, I don't know. Well, if I wasn't, Probably not. If I wasn't, and my and my darling fiance is listening, I got engaged. There you go. Not to, not, 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 to, not to Joe, someone else, but, no, you know, no. engage nonetheless. I'm collecting the set. <laughs> <laughs> he's done woman, now he's doing man. Oh, dear. Next <laughs> is Flora. 
I'm going with fauna last. Um, no, no, no. Just wanted to mention. Just want to throw that in there in case I'm in trouble. In case my fiance comes up and bashes me around the head. I lo- for not mentioning the fact that I'm engaged. Now. Because we catch up a lot on air. I just as well. don't know whether I've said it before or not. I, I get the feeling that you did talk about hot air balloons and being at a place. Yeah. It sounds on familiar. our last episode, so familiar. maybe, yeah, which yeah. I think, I th- I'm sure you guys have organised a bit more in the intervening times. Yeah, well. we did things like we've got a venue, and we've got um, like photo f- photo people. That's good. Photologers. Yep, photologers. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> anyway, uh, I got a Simpsons animation cell. I've been after one for a while. <clears throat> yeah. uh, they're super expensive. I got Grandpa Simpson pointing at his son. Uh, you don't you don't see Homer. It's literally just Grandpa a cell of Grandpa Simpson pointing from. Uh, it is from Homer's Barbershop Quartet episode. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, where he's going. That's my son up there, and someone else goes, "Well, the balding fat ass," and he goes, "Ah, oh, the Hindu guy." <laughs> uh, and it was one of those things that I saw Grandpa and I went, "Do I really want to sell a Grandpa?" And then when I think thought about all of the quotable Grandpa things, mm. I kind of went. You know, he is a true unsung hero of The Simpsons. Yeah, like, yeah, all yeah. of the great quotes that he has had over the years. The onion on the belt, <laughs> shooting down down German planes, <laughs> winning the Iron Cross. <laughs> like, there's just so many classics there. So, uh, I just kind of went, stuff. you know what? I'm going to buy that. And it's sitting proud on my wall. Maria, let me have a cell of Grandpa Simpson in the living room, which is kind of <laughs> cool. So, I'm kind of glad I got that. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's good. He's he's definitely one of my favorite characters from the show. So, yeah, uh, yeah. I'll I'll go through some of the games I've been playing. Yeah, you've been um, playing a bunch of games. Oh man, so many games! I, I because last time we did the podcast, I was like going, eh, I'm not kind of into games, but I'm still playing yeah, them same. occasionally. Yeah. Uh, even though we were in the midst of lockdown at the time as well, mm. um, I kind of turned a point and kind of went. Mm, these games, you know what? Not so bad. Going to play one tonight. Maybe play one tomorrow night. Definitely play one tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. I think I played a game every day this week in one form or another. Nice. Uh, which is, I'm sure that's to teenagers like going, you're fucking pansy, but I don't play mobile games. You know, I, I actually have to like pick up things other than my phone to play these games. Yeah, that's right. So. Yeah, you doofuses. Uh, something I totally. Doofuses, yeah. That's, that's what the kids are into, doofuses. They love that shit. Uh, that <laughs> means drugs. Everything means drugs these days. Does it? Okay, cool. I don't know. I like doofuses. <laughs> You're a doofus master. <laughs> some some might say. I, I, um, I ended up getting back into my PSP for uh-huh. a bit, playing a couple of games. What I really got into... Mm was um, PSP Minano Golf, which is everybody's golf. Uh, okay. yeah. I like a good golf game, mm. and this I'm very familiar with this game. Despite the fact that it's called like Minano Golf 2, mm. it is exactly the same with slight upgrades from Minano Golf 1. Right, right. So, I, you know, I think there were some maybe extra courses and extra stuff happened, but I was so familiar with that game because it was a PS2 uh, sorry a PSP launch game mm-hmm. uh, and I got that as a launch system the day it came out in mm. Japan um, and I used to play that game so much that I just went back in there I recognised all the music all the shots all mm. the courses so far and I was going yes this is what I want mm. I've got about 
three courses like like three levels in and like those levels are pretty you, you need to play those courses a lot mm-hmm. before i kindly satiated myself <laughs> and decided that was enough for the time being because the psp was literally sitting next to my bed at night right and i'd have to charge it every day <laughs> <laughs> i think with playing some doing some links when you hit the the quick nine before uh, you hit the hay. You, you know, it was. <laughs> it's just. It's it, golf games. Good golf games are addicting, yeah. addictive, and that's not good. There are a lot of this thing so fucking satisfying about when that ball goes in that cup, when that's sweet, it goes ding ding ding. The little egg falls into the yep. bowl, and you're yep. just like, oh, ah, you know, nothing like, can beat oh, that. Oh, I beat this guy. Like when you when it's like mm. you lose one, you win one, you lose one, you win one. It's like I'm not going to get this character. I don't want to have to do this all over again. Mm. And you get it in there, you get it sweet. And it's like yes. Mm. Uh, the other thing I did um, before I go into my main topic was I got Soul Calibur four. I got it for like five bucks or something. Hmm, I like Soul Calibur. Yeah, yeah. So the Soul Calibur games and Soul Edge and all that they're they're mm. fun. They they're, are. They're kind of very. Um, I've always found them a bit easier to get into than other fighting games. They are because they're very easy games. Um, <clears throat> Maybe that's the designed to be that. No, they are. That's because literally they're for noobs. Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> you, you kind of button mash your way through them, yeah. but uh, it's like I kind of completed this game on single player mode, a story mode, like two different ways. One of which was with Yoda. Because you can be Yoda in like the Xbox version. Cool. <laughs> um, Xbox 360 version, rather. Uh-huh. Uh, and then one of the... I oh, forget her name. One of the chicks that um, I play in every Soul Calibur game. Oh, God, I wish I could remember her name. Athena? Probably. Ninja Jig, like yeah. It sounds, sounds like a like Soul like Calibur Helena? name. Yeah. I don't know. Does these sound like real? They do. Yeah. They're probably in there somewhere. Um, I went through that, and May is kind of funny when she watches games like this mm. because she wants to play too. So I give her like the Famicom controller I took the cord out of, and she goes, "Ah, oh, this is fun." And I taught her what a D pad was, and like I'm pressing the D pad. <laughs> so it was kind of very Ralph Wiggum sort of. Uh, it was very cute. That's cute. Yeah. Uh, and I had a lot of fun with that. You know, it was just like an afternoon of like going through that and then playing arcade mode. I got pretty far in arcade mode too. I have nice. no idea what the actual buttons are for that game. <laughs> I just knew a certain amount of set moves and what would win against like heavy characters, light characters, similar characters. Yeah. You're I feeling won. it out. Yeah. 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 Um, but the most revolutionary thing that I've done recently is overthrow the government. Uh, we've all been there. <laughs> I don't think anyone notices in Australia. Problem is the government that, keep, actually. They keep coming back. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> they keep bouncing back. Uh, anyway, I say, yes, other than that, other, other than that, I purchased myself recently an FPGA Mister. Ooh. Yeah. So for those Ooh. who don't know what a Mister is, mm-hmm. um, it is a, a community project wherein people are making cores, uh, which is... So an FPGA system is where they map the actual circuits and the logic gates of the hardware it's originally from. Like, rather than mm-hmm. emulating... On a software level, mm. it emulates the actual physical hardware <laughs> and the chipset itself. Yeah. So they've done this for most of the uh, 8-bit computers and 16-bit uh, computers and consoles. Mm. Mm. So, uh, and they've put it into a chipset, like a, a board, w- mm. which you can buy. 
And the thing is, in Australia, it's super expensive. However, one guy in Australia purchased, obviously, a bulk run and printing up his own, like, 3D thing and, like, adding, uh, like, 3D printed shell, which you can choose the color of. I chose yellow and then put, like, tiger stripes on it because Mm -hmm. lum. And... I have just been fiddling with that thing for two solid weeks. Mm, mm. And it's so much fun. It does look like a fun, not just a bunch of games, but like a fun sort of project and a thing to dick around with and stuff like that as well. Like, it's, it's very tinkery. Yeah. You tinker a lot with this sort of thing. I think part of me wanted to start with just the board and then get the cases and then get it all together. The problem is that in Australia, shipping is shit house at the moment, mm. internationally and domestically as well. Um, but someone was like basically assembling these things, putting everything you need and basically updating with all the, m- the most up-to-date stuff. Mm. So I just bought that and it was cheaper than what you would import it for. There you go. <laughs> still expensive, still quite expensive. Yeah. Um, but I use some of my tax return for that. And I am just having so much fun. Cool. Uh, and because it's FPGA, there is the only latency you get is mm. from your television. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my television's pretty good, so I have been enjoying a lot of retro games recently. I've mm. been playing a lot of NES games, a lot of uh, PC Engine slash Turbo Duo games, um, a lot of, also Turbo Graphics games, a lot of Mega Drive games, and a lot of uh, Super, sorry, Sega Master System games. Mm. So it's been a lot of fun to go through this I've actually had to restrict some of the ROM sets that I've put on these things mm. because I just lose massive amounts of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have computer cores on there as well. Mm. They have like the Apple II core. They have the C64, like the Commodore 64. Yeah, yeah. They, the Amigas and stuff like that. I haven't messed with any of that yet. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff for you to dig into yeah. when you feel and like you need. It. You need like a mini USB hub and a keyboard mm. when you first start. And then I, so I had like a keyboard hooked up and then I got like a mini wireless keyboard with a dongle that, that hooks in there. And then I got like a, I use my retro freak, um, controller, mm. which works super well. And mm. then I actually ordered the, uh, retro bit Sega Saturn USB controller. Mm. It's it feels exactly like the original Sega Saturn controller, mm. which is a great controller, six buttons. Mm-hmm. And I bought that for my uh, Sega Genesis Mega Drive games on the right. system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, so I've been using those two. So now I've got two controllers and then I think I want to upgrade to a like a wireless retro bit uh, NES. Uh, sorry, uh, SNES. Super NES style controller. Mm, mm. So the dog bone. Uh, the yeah the the Super Nintendo like because Retrobit yeah. make one that looked yeah, like yeah. that because that was like didn't were the ones for the US different to the controller? no no so this is for the SNES the SNES controllers are the same in the US as they were in Australia it's just slightly different colors colored purple or something yeah dumb, didn't they? yeah yeah but yeah. this one like the Retrobit one comes with like is wireless with a dongle as yeah. well like okay. The, the Retrobit Sega Saturn one feels like it's obviously from the same mold or something. It really feels like a Sega Saturn controller. Mm. And I love the Saturn. So it, this looks like the kind of thing where I keep updating the software and keep updating my hardware 
mm. like in terms of like the add-ons that I get for it and stuff like that. And it's very fiddly and it's got arcade games on there and stuff like that. So I'm having so much fun. Yeah. Just going through that at the moment. And I suppose the great benefit for you is that like you have a lot of consoles and you have a lot of stuff mm. like hard, you know, you know, in some ways you could, someone could say, you don't need this. You've got all the stuff already. And it's like, yeah, yeah, I do, but it's in my shed. And with like, mm. with uh, like, you know, big chunky, um, there is setup vacuum tube monitors yeah. connected to it and stuff. Whereas in with the Mister, you can play this in your living room with the modern TV, so you can sit in the comfort of your couch and 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 play these games. You know that that's an advantage, yeah, a real advantage. And you had that with the Retro Freak already, but I think it sounds like this just has so much more, cap- so much more capability and so it much has, more. Has like. Mm. There is less latency. I yeah. will say that. Yeah. I didn't notice. The, I think the Retro Freak is pretty much the best system you can get for emulation. Yeah. Um, software emulation rather mm. than hardware emulation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I didn't notice that you don't need an FPGA system. This mm. is something that I want and I want to fiddle with. And yeah. Like a bit of a project. It's machine. more of like a hobbyist thing. Yeah. Uh, because I'm, as everyone knows, I'm super interested in retro. Mm. Uh, and. And I just wanted to do that, but you don't need one. Like the Retro Freak is still a good system and and software emulation is not a bad thing to do. No, it's fine. And fucking Nintendo and everyone else does it on the Switch, on the on their own system. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. So you can't knock it too much. But um at one stage I do want to minimize my collection. Yeah. Uh, I do want to get rid of the games that I'm not going to play. Like, we're not going to play Shane Warne's Cricket a lot on <laughs> okay. the Mega Drive. So I'm probably going to sell my double consoles and a whole bunch and just kind of consolidate my collection down at one stage. Maybe not yet. Maybe not for a few years. Mm. I kind of like walking into that, the antiques and collectibles room and just seeing a whole wall of games there. Yeah, it's awesome. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, it's and cool. You and I still go pick a random game every now and again. Yeah. But, you know, having all of those 16 and 8-bit console machines on an FPGA system that's constantly getting updated out in the living room is mm. like a super good play to, way to play these games yeah. and, and keep up with what's going on. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, so that's kind of where I'm at gaming-wise. Um, I really... I got into a couple of games. One game, one Bubble Bobble game I'd never played before. Yeah. Was Bubble Bubble Jr. for the Game Boy. Only released huh. in Japan. Huh. You have a hit bar, like three hits rather than just, you know, okay. and you know, the levels are different. The The enemy types are very similar, but slightly different to mm-hmm. normal Bubble Bubble. And it's different again from Bubble Bubble for Game Boy. Um, so I was playing this and just going, yeah, I really like this game. The one thing that not all FPGA and not many of them have at the moment is save states. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of, unless like autosave and it has a it's meant to have a battery save or something like mm, that in the mm. original it, you can't save yeah that might be coming in the future i don't know i need to kind of get into the community a little bit more but it yeah. kind of sucks that i get partway through a game and it's like ah oh, i gotta turn it off and go to bed because i'm super tired leave it on all night like you used to do with the master system back in the day and hope your mum doesn't come and turn it off in the morning yeah <laughs> I really don't want to wreck this machine, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. know how fragile it is. It, it's pretty versatile, but at the same time, I don't really want to, like, fuck with it too much mm. in terms of, like, leaving it on. Leaving it on eight hours paused might not be the... Yeah, it, it'd probably 
that would probably break the system. It would probably freeze the system and you have to do a restart anyway. Yeah. Yeah, that is a shame about the safe states. Yeah, but these things are advancing and people will probably find a way to do them at one point. But if the game, say, for example, you're playing a game that had, like, inbuilt saves yep. on the cartridge, it'll you work. You can do that, but you have to turn certain features on to be able to do that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, like, if it's you interesting, play, yeah. You want to play, like, Mario or, like, Super, yeah. super like, super the Mario The first or time I tried that, I saved it, didn't work, and I kind of went, oh, fuck, what's going on? Uh, I guess you can't do that on FPGA, but it turns out you can, but there's a feature called autosave where you need to turn autosave on, but it's automatically off in a lot of systems, huh. so... I don't know why right. that is, but you know, okay, okay. whatever. I'm sure there's a, like a, a bunch of good st- like forums and like wikis and stuff. For oh, this. there are, yeah. And I don't understand half the technical information that's mm. going on there. Yeah, people are talking about this on a level that's like pretty, pretty. It's pretty high, and uh, and let's face it, I'm an yeah. idiot with a lot of this stuff, but I'm interested. Yeah, like I, I kind of sit on the outskirts, going, "Oh wow, I don't really understand that, but it's, it looks fascinating." Mm. You got the enthusiasm. I do. Yeah, yeah. I just don't have the smarts, but that's okay because you know it's um, you know I got I, I got smarter people to help me as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, which is it's it's good and it's good figuring things out on my own and like kind of upgrading my equipment slowly. Yeah. Um, one funny thing I will say is that I tried to repair the um, the Atari 7800 because the power supply failed on that like the AC adapter so I tried to make my own using what was left over of the cabling because it's got a proprietary um, plug-in like the plug set is proprietary yeah yeah I tried to fix that the other day Um, I fired the I I looked at the circuit diagrams I followed it as closely as I could plugged that sucker in Mm mm-hmm didn't work and i pressed reset a couple of times and blew the circuit oh my god i blew the fuse to the entire garage area oh my god uh i was fine i knew just take a step back i don't know what went wrong but i don't think it was my wiring i think it may have actually been the transformer because the transformer could go between 50 hertz and 60 hertz Mm, mm. um so it was probably partially my fault there but i thought oh it does it does um 50 hertz, so 60, whatever we are, and we are in Australia. Mm. Um, and it does exactly what I want it to do for this system. So I wired it in, and it didn't work. I don't think I did anything. I didn't destroy the fucking uh, Atari 7800. That's fine. Mm. Mm. What I did do was that I popped the circuit breaker, um, but one of the weird consequences other than a loud pop and a bit of smoke coming out of the transformer mm. was that i somehow managed to fry the uh infrared receiver on the television oh weird yeah the trinitron that i had the the remote control won't work anymore oh, no. and i have like three backup remote controls for sony televisions none of them work That's and so the little weird. red light won't even come on after i did that so huh. something fused in that thing and That's the television so works, but I've got to use all the manual button Gosh. controls, which is just a funny AC story. There you go. Yeah, so it's it's funny how it's funny how tech, you know, in theory is sort of like all maths and wires, and it should work in this sort of particular way, but. Yeah. So often you just get this weird outcome where you're like, "Well, that was just a weird, random black yeah. magic thing. Like, no one knows why that happened. That's weird. Like, what what on earth?" 
Like, why would it why specifically would be the... Why would there error about that? Yeah. Why, why would it why specifically it receive, be the infrared like, bounce back, like some sort of charge. I'm not even sure it was on the same circuit, but something happened. It's amazing. Because it was working before then. So, little men in the TV, obviously. <laughs> they had, they've gone on strike. <laughs> Look, what do you call a callback, folks? The, there is in the no way I can repair. I want to repair. Because that... I needed your help. Yeah. To lift that Trinitron into the place it is now. Yeah, that's right. It is a fucking heavy TV. Uh, and at one stage, that thing is going to fail, mm. and I'm going to chuck it away. Yeah, yeah. Sad but true. But, you know, you got to sort of m- just squeeze every last drop yeah. of goodness out of it. And to be honest, you know, I've got the uh, FPGO system, which is, mm. you know, pixel perfect and works on modern television. So at one stage, I need to ask myself, do I really need... I- do I really care how much do I care yeah Yeah. I've got a couple of backup TVs but not like the Trinitron I have in there so Mm. Mm. so look that's uh, I've had quite I've been talking too long but I had a lot to say I suppose yeah well it's Uh, been a while since we've since we've done one of these so lots to catch up on and you know I've I've been busy in in me workshop you know fixing things and Mm -hmm. doing wiring things and doing things and failing at things and that's okay as long as you haven't set yourself or your house on fire, that's all that matters. It was funny when I did that. I, I said, look, this is either going to work, nothing's going to happen, or something's like there's going to be an explosion. <laughs> I kind of said half jokingly, knowing that it's possible. Mm. And I always like, I'm, I'm precautious enough that I will not, I'm not going to harm myself to electrocution. I've been electrocuted before, it sucks. <laughs> uh, and it did actually blow up. Yeah, there you go. And I was like, going, okay, well, it was one of the three possibilities. There you go. <laughs> Fucking whatever. I needed to re- reset the switch and I lost, um, you know, remote control access to my television, which I can literally reach with my arm anyway from the couch. Yeah, it's not, at the end of the day, it's not the w- end of the world. So. It's not. Yeah. So you actually have a quiz. I did. I created a quiz for you, AC, and in the spirit of this podcast, I slaved away for many hours on this, this, this very carefully crafted quiz. Mm-hmm. So I see this is a quiz about Streets of Rage. What a surprise. Are I, you surprised? Are you stunned? Uh, look, I actually, this is going to... This might be the second Streets of Rage quiz we've done because I want to say we've covered <laughs> a Streets of Rage game before. I think it was two. Yeah. It was one or two. A long time ago. The problem is that I love Streets of Rage. I don't actually know that much about it. Like, right. I, like my memory fails me when it comes to character names and shit like that. All right, we'll see how we go. Okay. See how we go, AC. All right, all right. If you get if you get five, that's a that's a pass. That's a pass. Okay. I'll pass. Okay. All right. Then it's just all a bit of a higgledy piggledy thing. Mm-hmm. No particular rhyme or reason to this quiz. Ten right. questions. Oh, let's get to it. Question one: What are the surnames? Not the first names, but the surnames of the original three characters in Streets of Rage. Now I'll read out their first names for you to help. Okay. Me. All right. You've got Adam. Uh, got okay. Stop. Stop. Adam. Adam Evington. <laughs> Adam Hunter. Okay. Adam Hunter no, 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 no. is the surname. Uh, Axel. Rose. No, Axel Stone. Okay. Axel you get Stone. That one. All right. Uh, and for one third of a point. Yep. Uh, Blaze. Uh, her 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 name her last name is Irish. It's O'Glory. <laughs> Oh my god. Fielding. <laughs> Blaze Fielding. I didn't know any of this shit. Adam oh, Hunter, yeah. Axel Stone, and Blaze Fielding. Uh, question Blaze of Glory. That's, that's a better name. <laughs> it's kind of easy, isn't it? To be honest with you. Oh, Glory. I'm, uh, I'm of the Oh Glory clan. Question two. Hey, lad. The, 
The boss of the original Streets of Rage game is called what? Mr. X. Correct. Points for you. Yeah. I see. All right, you got one point. Question three. You should be able to get this. What is the Streets of Rage series called in Japan? Uh, Bare Knuckle. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Bare Knuckle. Yes. Uh, question four. The playable character Skate was introduced in the second Streets of Rage game. What is his relation to the playable character Adam Hunter from the first game? What is how he's related, but how is he related? As in family related? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like what is he? What is he is what his is he nephew. Close, but no cigar. Skate is Adam's younger brother. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, question five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a dumb one. What? This is so stupid. What did Blaze do? I wrote so because my phone is an idiot. What did Blaze so? <laughs> Blaze do between Blaise the first and second games in the lore. In between being a vigilante and then there was a bit of a break and then more vigilanteism. Cocktail waitress. What did Blaise <laughs> Look... It's a good guess. She's wearing a cocktail dress for most of that game. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah. But she taught dance classes. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, she taught dance mm. classes. Mm. Yeah, a bit of samba. Wouldn't 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 have pulled that out of my ass. Bit of but jazz. Anyway. Bit of a uh, bit of hip hop. Question six AC. Alex's help. Uh, in Streets of Rage three. Oh, this is the one I'm least familiar with. It wasn't a great game. Look, it's I, I, I prefer to laugh at Streets of Rage three than enjoy it. But look, it has some stuff. In Streets of Rage three, there are four playable characters. You got Axel. Yep. You got Blades. Yep. You got Skate. Yep. And you got a cyborg grandpa. What is Grandpa Cyborg's name? Hunter. I'm afraid his name was Dr. Gilbert Zan with a Z. <laughs> There's no Dr. fucking Dr. way Gilbert I would have got that. All right, question. All right. Yeah, very memorable fucking yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, like... Cyborg Grandpa. Is, it's a very laughable game, that one. It's just, they didn't know what to do. <laughs> question seven. In Streets of Rage 3, again, there are a <sighs> number of hidden playable characters that can be unlocked when you defeat them in-game. Yep. These include Shiva... Yep. Who is one of Mr. X's loyal henchmen. Yep. And Rue, a boxing kangaroo. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that. True or false, mm-hmm. Rue's cruel trainer is called the quintessentially Australian name Bruce. Bruce. False. Oh, that's true. Damn it. <laughs> His name I, I thought it was going to be called, like, Captain Boomerang or something. <laughs> or Paul or Paul Mogan. <laughs> No, he's he's Brucey. Okay. And if you beat up Bruce and you don't beat up Rue, then you get you unlock Rue. That's oh, how you okay. that's how you do it. You, uh, yeah, you knock you knock Bruce out, but you don't knock out Rue first. Then you get to play as Rue. Cool. Question eight. True or false? There is a third unlockable playable character in Streets of Rage three, but he was removed from the Western release of the game for being too gay. True or false? True. That is true. <laughs> Uh, his name is Ash, and he kind of giggles and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. They yeah. were like, "This is too gay. We got to get him out." Fucking boof. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. I, I, I do remember that. Uh, but you can still actually, if you have, if, with cheat codes or with a game genie, you can unlock Ash and play as Ash. I remember that because I vaguely remember like a hyper magazine mm. gave you the code for that using yeah. a game genie or something, or a game shark something along those lines. So there you go. 
Not sure whether I'm more upset by like the horrible gay stereotype or the gay erasure. I'm not sure which one am I, the erasure of that character or the fact that he was a horrible stereotype to begin yeah, with. Yeah, you see, like, you know, the fact that it came from Japan, I I would have to see the character first yeah. before making a judgment. But you got to, and, and yeah, I wonder whether it's, it's not like, going to be good. I wonder whether it's that like to the West he was gay, but to Japan they're like, yeah, this is normal. It's like he's just a fem- effeminate baddie guy, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows how bad that character actually is? I haven't seen it. I don't even know yeah. whether three came like Bare Knuckle three coming out in Japan mm. like seems super contradictory because like the Mega Drive did so poorly over yeah. there. It's kind of funny though. that why would they even bother releasing that? Yeah, there you go. All right. Well, question nine AC. Uh, speaking of the development of these games, what is the name of the music producer? Responsible for the iconic Streets of Rage soundtracks. Yukazuki. No, hang on. Ah, no. 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 Ah, fuck. I'll give, another, I'll give you another another try. Ah, no. That's Sonic Guy. No, that's the guy. That's the guy that did. Um, it's getting mixed up in my brain. Yukazuki was the guy who did. Um, yeah. Um, those those fucking. Um, have you played a game of Lucky Hit? But You're like- going to tell me what this is, and I'm going to go. Oh fuck. Because it's in it's my okay. brain somewhere. It's all right. I, I like, can't I remember. Did, I didn't know this. I wouldn't know this guy's name off my, off the top of my head, mm. but. Some people do. Do you want me to just lay it out on the Lay paper? it out. Yuzo Koshiro. Yes, Koshiro. Yep. I deserve to not get that one because I should have known his name. Apparently the Streets of Rage 2 soundtrack. Very, um... Uh, it p- is sampled. Pivotal moment in yep. video games. Like, everyone's like, that's the, that's the one, you know. Um, question 10. Mm-hmm. Last question. Yep. Lizard Cube, the developers of Streets of Rage 4. Yep were responsible for another recent classic Sega reboot. Which of the following Sega reboots was Lizard Cube also responsible for? So multiple okay. choice. Yep. A, Sonic Mania. B, Wonder Boy 3, The Dragon's Trap. Mm-hmm. Or C, Toe Jam and Earl, Back in the Groove. Uh, B. Correct. Wonder Boy 3. Yeah. Yes, they were the ones that what did that Wonder Boy 1. And that was a good game. That I was like a good that. game. I like they, that they, you can you can tell because they, there was love for the source material. Yeah. There. Yeah, I think they did a very loving homage type of thing and they've done the same with this one. So um, the franchise is in good hands with Lizard Cube. There you go, AC. So no, uh, you got six. I got four. So you, I am by no means a an expert you did in not Streets of Rage. And that's okay. That's all right. You're right with that. You can live with that. I can, I can live with not being Streets of Rage. I... Shizira, I just really feel stupid for not getting that guy's name right. Mm. But, no. but you know, we can make it up. We can go home. after this. We'll bump some sweet Yuzo Kashira tunes on our sound system, um, which we you have. Know, you know what? So apparently, like one of the most respected um, final, because the final fight music is really iconic as well, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I actually have the final fight. Uh, Mega Drive version. I think they like use a, a CD format where you can just play from the second track onwards. They're all of the CD tracks. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, on the CD itself, wow. like as, a, as an audio. Nice. So I think it's called Red Book Audio. Uh, so I might be able to do that. Like I might have that soundtrack just because I have that game, and I, it's a pretty cool soundtrack from memory. Okay, I'm just thinking some of the pretty songs good. now. Just like that first level. Yep. 
I think there's like a very like Van Halen esque sort of like rock, mm. 80s rock version of that um, of that theme because each version is different on different systems, mm. and I think because that was CD audio, they they may have pulled out some stops on that one. Mm. So I should probably put that in a CD player and see how it sounds. Yeah, be curious. Mm. All right. I think um, I think I think we've prattled on enough. We didn't take a break, and we've been talking for a hundred. Th- sorry, one hour thirty-seven minutes. Right. That's well, pretty good. That's that's a pretty good uh, mm. pretty good run. I can't believe we just sat here the whole time and just chatted. We're just obviously just f- full of video game enthusiasm. Enthusiasm, indeed. Like I'm really back into games at the moment. Yeah, weirdly, me too. Like I'm really enjoying video games right now. Yeah. Who knew? Who knew that being locked in a house with nothing else to do would, would <laughs> get us back into it? So. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. We're gaming us. We're gamers. We're not. We're not fake gamer girls. We're the real deal. AC. I think I'm a fake gamer girl. Oh, really? In the fact that I'm not a girl. So I think I'm <laughs> you, fake in that regard. That's true. Well, that's true. <laughs> that is true. Well, I haven't checked, but I'm sure that's. Well, I mean, I am wearing a push-up bra right now. It's just a bit hairy it's, down there. I noticed it was. Woo. It's very eye-catching. <laughs> <laughs> All right, AC. Well, why don't one of us read the copy? Oh, we used to do that shit, yeah. didn't we? Okay. Should we? St- is the is we're game life balance. Is the, is the gunner kick network still a thing? <laughs> yes, it's still okay. Fuck off! I don't re- don't bother reading that copy. Um, <laughs> let's see, let's see what we can do to get ourselves kicked off. Uh, if you've enjoyed our show, then why not visit our official website www.youtube.com. <laughs> I'm the CEO of that place. <laughs> Actually, we got a letter from the CEO saying to cease and desist. That's right. Anyway, uh, yeah, true story. Um, you, <laughs> uh, you can follow me on Twitter at ProdTally. I tweet about video games occasionally. Yeah, he uh, does. He does things. The GLB Australia account that's, must be fucking dead. That's dead. Let's just that's face dead. it. It's dead. Um, Give us a positive review on iTunes. Why are we even bother doing this, honestly, at this stage? Because you can. Because you can go on the iTunes app and give us stars. It's really easy. If, if you hit, do that. Totally do that. Do it again. If you've if only done it once, do it three or four and times. And if you write a review, you win a grand prize. Prize to be determined. <laughs> I, I will come around <laughs> to your house in the middle of the night with a giant dildo and blank. <laughs> From that point on, it's a choose-your-own-adventure. adventure.